mean to me number one ace the more you put your mind into what you want to achieve i think you can achieve it I used to just go and run, just do a little jogging every now and then. Yes. There was a friend of mine, a brother named Wellcharge. Okay. Yeah. He used to come and run with me. And if you see my style of training now, especially the, the we call it jogging and the workout, where it's not just a constant jog, it will break up into like we'll stop and we'll do lunges and squats and so forth. Um, I didn't want to go into that just for, but for the listeners, because I know what you're talking about right. in terms of jogging and the workout for the listeners break down what the jogging and the workout that's what I, yeah this is what i'm trying to get to me and this brother used to just run i ain't gonna lie to you we used to run and this if you get tired would stop but then i came up with this idea to say, all right do 10 lunges and we'll do 10 lunges catch our breath and then run on stop again do 10 push-ups that's where it kind of created from. So instead of just a constant running, because we were tired at the time, I ain't going to lie to you, right? We'd stop and we'll do a little workout in between. Um, it was just me and him. Somebody would hear about it. It became three. Somebody else would hear about it. It became four. I think at the time, this is still again in the 80s, that kind of propelled me to anything that I was doing. If I was making a cassette, I was, you know, in the intervals, I'd be down there doing push-ups and doing squats. It was as if any little free time that I have, I wanted to do, I, I just wanted to move my body. And that's what I always constantly were doing at the time. We moved from the business. When did you decide to start forming Ace Fitness as a fitness business? It was about the same time because I was still doing my, my, my Ace Fitness recordings. Mm. I was still at Don Christie's, helping out bringing in records and going to London and all that kind of stuff. And here was another opportunity because if I was to say, all right, I'm running, people started to know that I was running every Saturday. Yes. I'd be up at Sandville Valley every Saturday, rain or shine, running. And that's when we came up with this jogging and the workout mm. concept. So all that was going on at the time, I was still going by Rob about two, three times a week, training with him. So all this was going on. And in my mind now, I'm thinking, no, I had a proposal from Dan Christie to buy the record shop. Yeah. And within that proposal, I took it on. I said, yeah, I'm going to do that. We came to an agreement um, that within a certain amount of time he would be there and then he would just move out I think he would go into America at the time and I would just take over the shop within the taking over the shop I even bought a bench where me and my friends used to go around the back and start to push weights and so forth so I had all this going on the record shop um, the cassette business and slowly I was just taking time to build ES Fitness yeah. all at the same time this is Late 80s, early 90s. And when when was the time period when you saw that, that this Ace Fitness thing is starting to, you know, grow and it's starting to become something that's benefiting 
other people. Right. Even when me and my friend, like I said earlier, well charged was doing it, I saw that benefit straight away mm-hmm. because I felt the benefit. Yeah. In those days, I, I was a smoker. Okay. I used to smoke my little, you know. Mm-hmm. But then, like I said, you're questioning everything that you're doing and more and more I'm questioning the smoking over my health, health over my smoking. You can't do the both, that kind of thing. Yeah. And within time I started, I was just getting more and more serious about my my health journey. Yeah. Because I've now been to Africa twice. I've now seen a different life. I, I, I now know how powerful I can be within myself to achieve what I want to achieve. So in my thinking, I would say, I could build a business out of this because it's a lifestyle at the end of the day. Yeah. I'm, re- I'm I'm serious about being in the gym every day. I'm serious about make, getting my work out every day. And people are now coming. Hey, when you open the Valley, why you don't do this? Why you don't try this? And I think that's where it started to start to those mushrooms from and say, you know what? Let me see if I can get a little building and so forth. The pl- first place I went to was a, a um, Newtown Community Centre. Okay. I remember going there first time. I wants twenty pounds for the one hour room. And I was like, let me try something. Mm. I think I was in there for about six to eight weeks. Mm. Not one single soul came. And how did that feel? Um, it, it would be easy to say disheartened. But in another sense, I think because I already believed in myself. Yeah. I already believed, say, it's going to work. Mm. It's going to work. You know what I mean? Mm. I was taking 20 pounds out of time. And not getting nothing back. The only thing I got back out of that, I must admit, was I got a little run around. I was in there doing my little thing. Me, one, I'm a girlfriend at the time. And then one person came. I remember that young lady when she came. And then two people came. And then three. Yeah. And it just built from there. What's your take on, because this is something that we spoke about as well, quite a lot. Two things. What's your take on passion? and consistency passion and consistency is number one like again it, it's so easy to just fall in the the normal trap of the system that you live in leave school get a job and so forth buy a house and so forth that's the model yeah yeah but again it's, this is just me Rasta does make me know say I've got to find my way you got to find what makes you happy what, 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 I'd rather live life under my terms than living life under the term of somebody else. Maybe because it's financially better or ever what. You know what I mean? And like I said, because from an early age, you're taught to question everything. That's what Rasta do for me. Question everything. Just because your parents or society said this is the way it goes, isn't necessarily true. It might go that way for some. But it doesn't necessarily mean it goes that way for you. You've got to follow your passion. This is what my early teacher, Jim Rowans, teach me. Passion. Follow your passion. Follow what makes you happy. That What makes you successful. Success doesn't mean money, which a lot of people, I think, have got it lost. Success is just winning the day. Yeah. If you can win every day, you know, you're winning in life. So that's what I was trying to aim for. Or should I say, that's what I'm aiming for. Just to win every day. And 
in terms of the culture, the Rasta culture, mm. do you think that, and if you compare it to nowadays, the youths mm. growing up nowadays, mm. do you think, not just the Rasta culture, but do you feel that the lack of identity, the lack of cultural awareness, mm. or the lack of knowing themselves, mm. do you think that has a big impact on society moving forward nowadays? Most definitely. I believe that society, as it's made up, had, had basically dumbed down society, has dumbed us all down. It, because a lot of us are more into material, you know, status, a lot of people have, without even realizing, have become dumbed down. You know what I mean? Nobody ain't got no libraries in their house no more. Libraries change. It's now audible and things like that. Yet a lot of people ain't reading. A lot of people aren't educated. I, I am a strong believer that a lot of people, once you leave school, a lot of people put down education. And I think education is something that never goes out of fashion. We always got to educate ourselves. Remember, you know, where we are now in life, I've got 60 years, but I've still got to look for the next, it might be 40, it might be 50. Yeah. Nobody knows how long they're going to be here for. But if we don't plan for it, and plan for it don't necessarily mean just financially. Plan for it as in having good health. That means your food consumption, having a strong body, your exercise, you know what I mean? Your water intake, all of that. If we don't educate ourselves then on how to live, yeah. there's the education again. We're going to have problems. Would you consider yourself an entrepreneur? Yeah. Entrepreneur means to me somebody who gets up and makes business. Yeah. Create their own business. Create their own life then. And isn't that our duty then? Mm. We're all entrepreneurs in a sense. But like again I said, because of the way society is set and how they have dictated how it's supposed to go. Yeah. A lot of people just fall into that. But we're all entrepreneurs. We all can be creative and do things and try things and, you know what I mean, follow your own passion and so forth. But it's mindset. Yeah. If you ain't got the mindset or you're not taught to have the mindset, then you're going to have that problem where you feel, say, just follow what society do. It's easier, isn't it? Yeah. It's easier. But like I said before, and I, I strongly have to go back to this as well, it's a dumbing down of society. The, the, you know, it's easier if you just play small because that's all society would rather to you, would rather you to be. You know what I mean? Pay your taxes, you know, pay your bills and so forth and play small. Go on holiday when you've been told to or when you're allowed to, things like that. But what about higher self? Yeah. What about finding up your passion and finding, find, look, them say, if you find something that you love, you know, a passion, you know, you never work another day in your life. And I do believe that's true. Mm. I really do believe that's true. This ain't no work for me. Yeah. And I think when we train, because you train hard as well, mm. very, very hard. And sometimes I leave the training session and I think to myself, I, I don't know how he does it. Mm. I'll be honest. But when I reflect back and even now this discussion, your passion, I think, mm. is something that drives you. Yeah, yeah. You said something the other day where I think one of your clients was trying to book in a session mm. and you said, whatever time you tell me, I'm going to be here. Mm -mm. Even if you say 
four o'clock in the morning. I will be here, be here four o'clock in the morning. So talk to me about, you know, when you wake up, because when I wake up in the morning, sometimes I have to motivate myself to get out of bed and, and so forth. What's it like for you? What's it like for me? Um, like I say, you know, Stephen, I try to tell a lot of people this. We need to learn how to be our best friend. Yeah. So my conversation with myself is always upbeat, positive. Mm. I believe that that conversation that I'm having with myself is going to set me up for the rest of my life. You know what I mean? Everything starts with the way we think and what we think. Mm. So it's it's a circle. Before me go to my bed, I'm thankful. I'm thankful for everything. Yeah. I'm thankful for the health I've got, the people around me, the life that I'm living, everything. I'm very, very thankful because I really do believe say, that puts you in a good place. Yeah. To be thankful for everything. Mm. So then, when you do shut down now and you wake, it's thanks again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Here comes the day. I've already got my to do list. I already kind of know what I've got to do. So, I'm full. I think I'm fortunate because it's not work for me. It's only anything that I do in my life is going to make me a better person. So if I'm going to get up at four o'clock to meet a client here, I remember you know if I say four o'clock. I'm going to make sure that I'm here at 3.30 at least to make sure the place is warm and all that kind of stuff. Mm. So that person is them coming into a warm environment, they're ready to work. And within my mindset, it's only going to make me a better person if I can push myself and do things like that. Yeah. Remember, you know, sometimes we don't really know what's up the road. Some people say it's God preparing them for ever what. Mm. I say the universe. I believe that I am trying to prepare myself for ever what's going to be thrown at me, whether good or bad. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? I'm trying to make myself the strongest person I can be. Not for nobody else, but firstly for me. So that means that anything in life that's thrown at me, whether good or bad, I am ready. I want to fast forward to the previous year, mm. 2020. Mm. That year is going to be a year that no one will ever forget. It's something that all generations will talk about. Something I often reflect on. I don't know if much people speak to you about it. You adapted, changed, transformed. But also going back to some of the conversations you said in terms of um, the positivity. I believe that you helped each and every one that attended your sessions mentally because a lot of negative narratives were being pushed out. This ACE Fitness community was nothing but positivity and it was a lot of mental wellness and physical wellness, the messages that you were putting out. So I want to talk to you about consistency, touch back on consistency and how you managed to navigate through 2020. And how you reinvented yourself in different ways. You know, you had to adapt to the lockdown measures. Mm. Um, we used to train at Broadway. Mm. But I've noticed that since Broadway was shut down, a lot of people would have said, my business is come to an end now and mm. I'm just going to sit down and, and wait until this year passes. But you didn't do that. Mm. You know, how the first lockdown, how you coped with that and how you was able to consistently 
put out a positive narrative. Mm. Right, that's back in March. Okay, as usual, the year start January, and everything start positive for me. Yeah. You're just moving forward, doing what you're doing, and so forth. Like you said earlier, we're at Broadway. Um, I'm now at Broadway seven days a week. Yeah. Just starting to introduce more one-to-one classes apart from the classes that I was normally doing. So everything's good. We're coming down into March and now talking about this lockdown and virus and all that kind of stuff. Right? I'm already a strong believer that no matter what, you've got to find a way. I'm a very, very strong believer in that. So it's not the problem, you know. It's the solution for me. Because you're always going to have situations. There's a statement that says, it's not what you go through, it's how you deal with it. And I really, really believe that. So, here comes March and they're saying, boom, lockdown. That means everything has to stop. You can't do this, you can't do that and so forth. Right? We're at Broadway. Broadway's now going to shut down. It's a school, which is um, part leisure. Yeah. So, they're not going to shut down the whole leisure. There's nothing you can do. Right? So, in my thinking, all right, what am I going to do here? Here's a situation. What am I going to do here? I can keep my Saturday runs going on. Yeah? And I can keep my one-to-ones at my client's house going on. I've not got a venue now. First week, two weeks into the lockdown, I kind of sat down a little bit, got my meds on, meditation. You know what I mean? Trying to find, okay, how am I going to do this now? People are talking about Zoom, um, internet posting their videos, workout videos, and so forth and so forth. I'm now thinking, how's this thing going to work out? What am I going to do here? So forth. I'm still doing my Saturday runs. It doesn't look like Broadway is going to open back for now. I believe in the law of attraction. The law of attraction is what you put out will come back to you. Yes. So already my mindset's positive. I'm asking the universe, how do I go from here? What do I do from here? What direction am I going to take from here? Because I've got to keep moving forward, no matter what. I'm training this young lady one morning, and it's raining. I've got to meet her. It was 4 o'clock in the morning, early couple of weeks in March. It's raining. Remember, we I would meet her to go for a run with the rain out there, and I didn't want to cancel on her. I met her down by Hampstead Hill. There's a Shell petrol station. Down there, there's a place and it's got like a shelter, like a car park with a shelter. And I phoned her and said, meet me there and we'll do this one hour workout. Because I don't do letting down. I'm not going to let the weather, unless it's really, really severely bad and there's no other option, I'm going to cancel. Ain't going to cancel. Met her down there. She got her workout in. Kettlebells, lunges, the whole thing. When that workout finished, I put it out to the universe. I remember, well, I've got to find a building. I've got to find a place where I can move forward with this thing. I'm driving around, looking at buildings, taking phone numbers, all that kind of stuff. Within about two days, somebody said to me, have you ever tried this place down my like house? I think they might have a space down there. I'll talk to the guy down there. This is what I've done. And really, the story from me is history. I'm here now. It was an empty room, all right place. It's either here or nothing. What am I going to do? And I ain't going to do nothing. Kept come to an agreement with the, the, the guy who owns the building and the rest is history. We're here now. And I have to say, 
when I first walked in here and he said, look, this is where the training is. Quietly, I said to myself, I don't know how this is going to work. Mm. And it goes back to your passion, mm. consistency, and staying true to yourself and having a, a clear vision. Because you must have saw what other people wouldn't see. And, and this is why it's important for anyone listening that's about to embark on a, mm. a, a business, sorry, or, or anything that they want to do and achieve. Would you have imagined this looking like this? You have to have a creative mindset. Okay. Always trying to build, never stagnate. Mm -hmm. You've got to have an open mind. Because like, again, look what happened with this lockdown and this COVID thing. Nobody expected that. Nobody would, before it, would have said, this is how this year is going to be for me. So sometimes you have to, you've got to ride the storm. Yeah. You can get up one morning you know, and say to yourself, yeah, today's going to be a good day. And you go out there and you get a, a flat tire or something. Here comes a misfortune. It could be anything. Natural disaster, anything. And like I said earlier, it's not the situation, you know, it's how you deal with it. And I think because I have that kind of mindset, whereas here's a situation, how are you going to deal with it, Ezra? You know what I mean? You dream and your your vision and you make sure say so your mindset is positive all the time. And I do my utmost to make sure that's the way I, my thinking is. So it's not necessarily the end vision because there's no end vision. This could be just the start of something else. How do I know that a millionaire that will come to me and say, yo, Ed, here's a building. What do you want to do with it? Yeah. I've got to be ready. So this might be just a stepping stone. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. All right. And looking back at 2020, because, uh, you know, a lot of people, the, the death rate was high. Um, mental health went through the roof. Mm. Um, people lost jobs. Mm. Um, some people reinvented themselves. Mm. And I think you were one of them in terms of, I wouldn't say you reinvented yourselves, but you kind of like evolved to uh, adapt yeah, yeah. to the new way of yeah, living yeah. and I think that you definitely came you definitely came out of or ended 2020 really really strong thank you in my personal opinion I think you ended it strong mm. um, not to take away you know the families that's gone through grief and job losses and so forth but I think with, with you Ezra you really ended 2020 strong and you said something to me the other day, and I, and I spoke to um, Jay about it. It was the 25th of December, 7.30. We did a class here. Mm. We mashed me up as well. Have this <laughs> we mashed me up. At the end of that class, and this is where I really, it hit home with me in terms of how you ended that year very, very strong. Mm. You said to me, Steve, you know, if I continue training, to the end, 31st of December. I would have trained every single day of that year. And straight away I thought to myself, oh, well, where do you rest? But you also said, because I think somebody else said, you need rest and, and so forth. And he said, listen, if you manage yourself effectively, you can get the rest. When I leave from here, I'm going to get six hours sleep for my class this afternoon. So in terms of looking back, at 2020 
I don't think you would have realized how much work you put in because you've already said it doesn't feel like work. That's true. So if you reflect on 2020 in terms of your training, did you realize or did you notice that you accelerated even more? Your training has been high anyway, but I personally believe that 2020, your training went up another notch, which I didn't believe that there was any more notches that you could take it because it was high anyway. When you reflect on 2020, do you feel or do you notice that you know, you've gone up another notch. Definitely. Definitely. Stephen, I don't really believe that there's any roof, mm. if that makes sense. I've noticed that about you. There's no, there's, I don't think there's no roof, bro. <laughs> we can always just consistently keep growing and growing and growing, you know. I do believe that. Even if I was to even slow down, I still got uh, my um, tutoring side of me because mm. I'm trying to develop that, uh, um, my personal one-to-one skills and all that kind of thing yes. is on point. Yes. I don't want to slow down from pushing my weights and running up and down and all that kind of stuff. Because I don't... If I don't want to slow down, I'm not going to slow down, if that makes sense. Mm. I'm just going to keep constantly, keep pushing the bar, pushing the bar, pushing the bar, as hard as I can. And I think that goes across the whole spectrum of life. Once you start to slow down, you know, you start to lose. I think you just start to lose it. Age is just a number, as I'm saying, and I do believe it is. You know what I mean? How are you supposed to behave at 40? How are you supposed to behave at 60? This is somebody's guideline. But why don't you make up your own guideline? Mm. And I think that's all I've basically done. I'm just pushing and pushing and pushing. Throughout your journey, Ezra, what, what would you say has been the biggest lesson you've learned? Never give up. I think that's the biggest lesson. Never give up. While you've got while you've got life, just always constantly try to better yourself. I think that's one of the greatest lessons. You know what I mean? And like I said, let's talk about this year, because this year is gonna be a very traumatic year for a lot of people. You know what I mean? But if you're consistently trying to learn and educate and better yourself as an individual, you may stand a better chance of getting through than if you're just going to sit down and allow it to unfold around you or you've been dictated to to without doing your own personal research to try to better yourself as an individual. Imagine a world if everybody was trying to better themselves. And again, I'm not just talking work, finance and business and things like that. I'm talking as an individual to be the best version of themselves. I think we'd have a greater society and a better world. For those who are listening to this podcast, what is the most important thing you'd want someone to leave with from this discussion? Um, I think the first thing that comes to me is that um, we're all the same. You know, some born with, you know, um, nothing. Mm. Some born and have good financial backing, good schooling, all of that. But at the end of the day, we're all the same. We all, I think the earliest concept for me was to know thyself. Mm. And I think for me, that is the main key. Mm. We have to know who we are. We're all individuals. At a time in our life, we're lost. We don't know where we're going, what we're doing. We make bad mistakes, bad judgment, all these kind of things. But at the end of the day, if we continue to keep educating and learning and trying to improve ourselves and better ourselves, 
maybe then we can find a better peace within ourselves. Mm-hmm. And everybody wants that at the end of the day. Happiness, peace. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Loving family, all of that. You know what I mean? No drama, no catastrophe, no bad health. All these things. If you want good, you got to go there and learn how to get that good. I want a, I want a healthy body. That means a, a lot to me. So I'm trying to educate myself, drink the water, eat the greens, exercise, all of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Anything that you want, work towards it. And I don't see no detriment in that. I think that's that's a joy of life yeah. for and, me and you. And I think because you really know yourself, I think that's why you don't compromise as well. Because I know on the journey, there would have been times where people may have said, Ezra, I think you should do this or... Ezra, why don't you do this? Or why don't you jump on the Zoom? Or what? Do you know what I mean? Mm. And you have stayed consistently in your lane. Mm. Consistently. Again, do you feel that it's because you know yourself so much and you know what direction or what pathway you're going down? Why it's so easy for you not to compromise? Mm. I think a lot of the time, um, I've made mistakes like that. Mm. following other people's advice and so forth yeah i have made mistakes like that not thinking it all the way through yes and then somewhere down the road six months down the road a year down the road it starts to fall apart yeah so little things like that kind of make you weary mm. towards situations and like i said earlier it's not the situation you know it's yeah. how you deal with I it do. it's how you maneuver ever what situation you're confronted with so because i've learned no such thing as feeling. Yeah. It's all a learning process. With a relationship, with a job, with a business, ever what. It's all a learning process. It's what you learn from it that helps you to grow. And all I want to do is grow. So even if I make a mistake and so forth, I don't look at it much of a mistake. I'm going to try and see what did I learn from it. So that means, say, further upon my journey, don't make that mistake again because you, you should have learned from that. Yes. That's, yeah. I think that's what kind of helped me along the way. Um, to kind of like start drawing this, wrapping this up, in three words, what did 2020 mean to you? In three words? Three words, as well. Hmm. If you want three words, mindset is everything. I strongly still believe that the way we think about things, it's sorting out. Everything is sorting out. Everything is... Just like you asked me that question, I've got to think about it. Hmm. So then it's my mindset. Yes. It's the way your mindset works. How you allow your mind to work that is either going to bring you up or keep you down. I think that's everything. Mindset. And what does the future hold? So what, what would you like the direction of your channel to to go down um continue where it's going now yeah grow in the way it's it's going at the moment mm. because <sighs> Stephen ain't gonna beat about the bush i'm very very happy with my life yeah i'm living the majority of my life under my own terms i can plan my day i'm not a slave to no system and i've never been i'm ve- i'm very fortunate that's what Rasta do for me through the whole teaching of creating your own life and living life under my own terms. So it's brought me a great deal of happiness. I've never really worked in the system. I had a little job which I've done for, I think I gave 
the, the system nine years at a driving company. I enjoyed it, I ain't gonna lie, because I was driving from 18, 19, back and forth to London and so forth. Somebody said to me, say the little job going, you want it, try it, boom. But it started to clash with my passion. There it is again, passion, which is my fitness and living life on my own terms. That was just a job. And within the nine years, I slowly started to decrease the number of hours I was giving them because it was conflicting with what I wanted to really do. Somebody taught me this long time ago, the wage package is sometime, the salary is sometime what they give you to forget your dream. Yes. <laughs> and I strongly believe that. So within time, I started to cut down. I was giving them three out, three days a week and then it got down to one. Yeah. Because I just couldn't find the time to be given to the job, taking it away from my passion, mm. which is my fitness, my clients and all that kind of stuff. I'm very happy with my life. And again, with that transition, Ezra, before, before we even wrap this up, because I think that's an important thing to touch on. Mm. The job was interfering with your passion. Yeah. But there's a lot of people that they have a passion to do something, but fear will stop them from living out their dreams mm-hmm. or stepping mm-hmm. or moving away from that job. Mm-hmm. Did you feel that or was that something, you know, reducing your hours from your job and going into your dream? Was that an easy transition or how did you cope with any fear that you may have had? I didn't have no fear. No. You see, because I, I believe that I'm a learned person, mm-hmm. I listen to a lot of store, other people's stories. Yes. As you ask that question, I'm thinking about, I've heard stories of people who sleep in them car. Mm-hmm. I'm a big fan of Kevin Hart, Steve Harvey. Yes. There's so many. If you listen to some of their journeys, from nothing, sleeping in their cars, to get to gigs, things like that and so forth. So I already know that if they can do it, I can do it too. Mm. It is about passion. Yeah. Like I say, it's it's easier to just follow what society would dictate and tell you how it's supposed to go. Go to school, go to college, things like that. Get a job. You know what I mean? Mm. Work nine to five. Some people working 18 hours a day at the detriment of their health. Mm. You know what I mean? Because they're chasing the money. Yeah. They, they're into the system now but there's people out there who are living their passion what they're doing is not a job yeah. they're living their passion they're living life under their own terms and enjoying it so for me it was never a fear because I do believe that the universe will guide me yeah. if I believe in what I'm doing you'll never work another day in your life mm. that's what I'm saying this ain't no job bro this is just life see the word we don't use it lifestyle yeah. You have to create your own lifestyle. Don't just fit in. And then one day you're going to ask yourself, well, who am I? What am I really doing? Yeah. I know you must know that people who have big houses, big cars, whole load of money, but they're not happy. Yeah. I don't want to be like that. I want to be happy with myself. Every day you do something, whether it's for the community or, uh, or one individual, but you're happy you brought satisfaction to that individual or that group of people. That, to me, means a lot. Ezra, I could sit here and talk to you all day. I want to thank you for really talking to us today and taking us through your journey. It definitely makes sense now to me. Mm-hmm. 
um, in terms of your classes, there's things that happen within your classes that anyone listening really should join one of Ezra's classes because the music is on point. Thank you. The music is reflective to the different moods and the different tones of the classes. Some of the teaching, what you've heard today, those are definite messages that's always projected during the session. So I myself has got a better learning in terms of where that all manifests from. Mm. For anyone listening, if they wanted to get in contact with yourself, give us a quick rundown of the schedule, the days, and how can someone contact you if they wanted to talk to you, not even about fitness, but about mental wellness. Mm. Basic phone number 07947 751515. Um, I'm here every day. And where, where is that? This is Malaika House. Okay. That's our base at the present moment. Yeah. And so for those listening as well, because they may not know, they'll hear Malaika House and not know where it's situated. Where, okay. Where's Malaika House? Malaika House, postcode B191NS. And we're situated in Lozells, Okay. Birmingham. Yeah. Okay. Um, our week starts from Sunday. I start with... with First class, we call it Start Strong Sunday. Okay. That's the start of our week. Yeah. Um, we've got classes from Sunday right around till Saturday. Yeah. Different classes. Two classes per day. Uh, 9.45 in the morning. Yes. And then 6.15 in the evening. Okay. Two classes per day. And then on the Saturday, we've got what we call the jogging and the workout. And where's, At, where's the meetup point? The meetup point, again, is Malaika House. Okay. Weather permitting, we're on the road, jogging. But if the weather is bad, as it has been for the last couple of weeks, we do it inside class. And that's 7.30 a.m. Right. As I said, if you if you contact me, I can give you a breakdown of all the classes. I am pretty sure that we've got a class for you. Yeah. And if someone's worried as well, in terms of... Um, because there's always people, male and female, that may be conscious of their body or worried about going into training for the first time um can they contact you before you know joining a session or is you know can you put something together for them in definitely training? yeah yeah that's easy um i've got one-to-one clients who they've got their own reason maybe they don't want to be in a group setting yeah. they just want one-to-one classes our one-to-one classes are based on half an hour slots or one hour slots so i'm trying to tailor it towards the client some clients won't be able to manage a whole hour. Yes. Or they they, they they can't give an whole hour to a class. So we break it down into half an hour classes. So there's always a way. And I'm, uh, for me, I'm always trying to reinvent myself, create different ways yeah. to make sure that my clients are given the best workout possible. You know, I'm going to show you my open. Come on, work. Come on. So listeners... You heard it there from the man himself. You've got his contact details. Um, we will put the contact details on our platforms as well so you can get in contact with Ezra. And yes, it's definitely something that I would really recommend. So Ezra, thank you again for today's, um, I won't call it an interview, today's discussion. Mm. It was definitely enlightening for me. This is our first episode. So I thought it was really fitting that I 
sit down and conversate with, with yourself as well for the first episode because I've been on a journey I've grown over the time and I have to say part of that growth is down to the, these sessions so again if anyone's going through any mental health issues any bereavements you're concerned about your health and well-being or you just want to change in your lifestyle I would highly recommend Ace Fitness for you anything else you want to say before before we wrap up as well I'd like to say big up to yourself as well because you were talking about entrepreneur earlier yeah. and you've just said it yourself you you're on a journey yourself you've just started up the whole podcast thing and to me that's a beautiful thing like I said to you earlier you know what I mean anybody who's trying to find something different from how the society has basically told you how to be hats off to you so what you're doing here with this podcasting I hope it takes you as far as you want it to take you well done to you too bro thank you brother so Jay and myself we will be signing out we'll see you in episode 2 salute